The Woodward Dream Show is back, bigger and bolder than ever, August 18th and 19th at the M1 Concourse in Pontiac. This celebration of car enthusiasm in the heart of the Motor City features hot rods, customs, cruisers, muscle cars, and more. Plus, this year, the honoring of the 70th anniversary of the Corvette, Corvette Mopar and Ram Chargers 65th. Be caller 9 at 1-800-859-0WJR. That's 1-800-859-0957 to win a pair of tickets to the M1 Woodward Dream Show. For a bonus chance to win, text the keyword DREAM to 800-859-0957. Official rules? Well, as you know, they are at WJR.com. Learn more about the M1 Concourse Woodward Dream Show at M1Concourse.com. And we welcome you back here on the Chris Renwick Afternoon Soiree, as they say. We're glad you could take us home with you today. It seems that everywhere we turn, we're looking at studies that often point to dementia as a possible culprit or a possible ramification of medications or environmental issues. Older adults who use certain heartburn medications for years may have a heightened risk for developing dementia. This is according to a new study. It's published in the journal Neurology, and it's the latest one to point to hazards from prolonged use of these medications. They're called proton pump inhibitors, or PPIs, and they include a lot of well-known brands like Nexium, uh, Prilosec. These are things that you see often advertised on TV and certainly on the pharmacy shelves. We wanted to get a little more information on this, especially when we talk about dementia. Everyone is looking for a happier, healthier, longer life. We wanted to know more about this. Stacy, Dr. Stacy Ruff is a gerontologist at Corwell Health's Beaumont Hospital. Dr. Ruff, thank you so much for spending some of your precious time with us this afternoon. Thank you for having me. So what is in this medication that's causing the problem, do you think, and why? So I think really taking a step back for a moment and looking at the study to start is that this is just one study that has shown some sort of association, but not a causation for dementia. So this type of study is what we call an observational study. So it doesn't, in fact, prove that these medications cause dementia. They just found some association. But the thought behind the association is that these antacid medications could decrease our absorption of certain other medications, certain vitamins, Um, the thought that this affects the acidity level in our digestive tract, maybe it lowers our vitamin B12 levels, for instance. So there is an association between vitamin B12 deficiency and a risk of dementia, but I just personally don't think there's enough information here in this study to prove that um, we should stop using these medications. Yeah, I was just going to ask you about what is, um, it says that it's an observational study. So what did, what did that mean? So thank you so much for uh, clearing that up. And it's interesting to note that you're saying you are not, you, you would not advise your patient, patients to stop using it. Well, and with any medication, with any treatment, 
it really is uh, case by case. Everybody is different. Everybody's physiology is slightly different. The types of medication somebody may take along with these medications may differ as well. So it's not a you know blanket statement saying that everyone should stop taking this medication. It's really a decision that individuals should have with their doctors um, looking at, you know, is the benefit that I'm getting from taking this antacid improving my lifestyle, improving my symptoms? Um, is that worth the potential, which I'm saying I'm kind of um, a little bit skeptical about the risk? Um, is it worth that potential risk um, when we're getting a benefit from taking the medication? So again, I'm I'm a little bit skeptical of the study, but I understand uh, it can be alarming to hear this news. So taking a step back for a second from not only the study, but the story itself, mm-hmm. I have to ask this question. Why are so many people taking antacids? Is it bad diet? Is it bad eating habits? What is it? You know, it may be a combination of that, plus the fact that, as you mentioned before, a lot of these um you know, medication manufacturers advertise directly to consumers. Um, So oftentimes we think, oh, we have these symptoms and we need this medication. Whereas, in fact, a lot of times lifestyle modifications, non-pharmacologic treatments can help just as much, if not more, than taking an additional medication. So Sometimes people, yes, are started on these medications for very important reasons, very good reasons. They may have a diagnosis um, such as a stomach ulcer or some other issue that really necessitates that they take it. But in a lot of cases, I think it may be diet related. It may be that um, we're just not taking those more difficult lifestyle modifications to help improve our symptoms. You know what I was just going to say? Ding, ding, ding. You just said it. It's harder, doctor. It's harder to make those lifestyle modifications. And gee, it's so easy to do a self-diagnosis after watching a 60-second commercial. Why not? Exactly. It it must be very frustrating for uh, doctors or those in the medical community, certainly to deal with that. I sometimes joke with my doctor if I go to see him for one reason or another, I say, don't worry, I've already consulted Dr. Google. (laughs) And it always it always gets a big laugh because he knows I'm kidding. But a lot of people do uh, consult Dr. Google or their local television for uh, for the latest on that. So if we're looking at, um, if someone looks at this and says, you know what, I, I'm a little worried about this. And certainly, they, as you say, the best advice is to talk to their doctor. That's always the best advice. What can we, what can we use or do instead of using these types of products? Uh, you kind of alluded, you know, that there are lifestyle changes, but what can we do? Yeah, and I think, again, you know, with the caveat that there are some medical diagnoses that truly necessitate the use of these medications, Um, but for people who may have, you know, occasional heartburn, maybe symptoms with overeating um, or associated with certain types of food. So there are foods that tend to trigger, um, you know, overproduction of acid. So that may be like spicy foods. Um, sometimes even coffee or tea, you know, caffeinated foods, 
some people who drink carbonated beverages that could contribute to symptoms as well. So sometimes avoidance of those types of foods can help reduce symptoms. The other thing is positioning. So if we eat a large meal and then we decide to take a nap afterwards, that can absolutely, because of gravity, contribute to um, the symptoms of reflux or GERD, as gastroenterologists call it. So even simple changes like that that are relatively easy can help. Of course, if we're overweight, weight loss can help too. That decreases our intra-abdominal pressure. And um, sometimes if we have these symptoms as we're sleeping, elevating the head of our bed. So if we're lucky enough to have one of those fancy mattresses that we could yeah. do with the remote, otherwise as simple as getting like some blocks to put under, you know, the, the top of your bed. So that could help. And we just have less than a minute, Dr. Stacy Ruff, gerontologist at Corwell Health Beaumont Hospital. I wanted to get this one last question in. It's about dementia in general. Is... Is this one of your, the biggest concerns that patients talk to you about when they come to you for an evaluation? Absolutely. I think there is a, a big concern about dementia. I think we tend to be hearing about it more in um, the media as well. And it's, it is a big problem in the U.S. And again, you know, our population is aging on the whole. So the prevalence is more significant now than it had been in the past. Yeah. So. Um, you know, I think there is that concern about who's susceptible and what do we do to prevent this. Dr. Ruff, thank you so much for joining us today. And again, the bottom line from you is in regards to these medications, these heartburn medications, is talk to your doctor because if there's a good reason for you to be taking them, then you need to weigh that against any any other uh, observational study here that comes along. So thank you for that. We really appreciate your time today. Thank you. And we'll continue here on WJR.